At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The numbers told the story. They always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on v one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Good. Tuesday morning, too. It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Sling, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. However, you're taking us in, we appreciate it. It's Gil Alexander. Jeff Parlay, producer number five and eight, is here. Jeffrey, good morning. Did you enjoy that doubleheader of football yesterday? Not really. <laughs> Not really, to be totally honest. Yeah, that was riveting. Well, I mean, look, we all have bets, so it all mattered. Uh, we'll talk about that here momentarily. Dan Bespris will join us talk NBA. The NBA allowing for G-leaguers, allowing for replacement players. We'll talk to Drew Dinsick about that as well here momentarily. And football, of course, with Drew, what he's got in the account for Week 16, what he thought about yesterday, what he's got for today, the final two games of Week 15. Love this midweek football, baby. Two college games, two pro games today. Speaking of college, Pete Futak will join us to talk college football as well. Get his thoughts on not only today's doubleheader of bowl games, but also what he feels about the bowl games moving throughout the weekend. Let's say a week's worth of bowl games up until the next time we talk to him. First about uh, yesterday's, the, the ending of yesterday's second game between the Vikings and the Bears. Because a lot of people may have had Bears plus seven tickets uh, in this. And the Vikings end up winning this game 17 to nine. The Bears had about and I'm, I'm just going to really quickly go through the drive charts here. Five billion chances to score in this game. I think that's all I need to say about that. But uh, they failed to do so on every single one of them but the last play of the game. And the Vikings end up winning 17-9. to The Bears do not kick the extra point. Why? So that the plus sevens do not get the push, but that the minus sevens still get the win. Uh, that was a rule change in 2018 that you may recall followed the Minnesota miracle, the Minneapolis miracle, the Case Keenum Minneapolis miracle to Stephon Diggs in that playoff game against the Saints where everyone was going crazy. The Vikings won the playoff game, and then they had to awkwardly bring back out on the field all of the New Orleans Saints to kick a meaningless extra point. And so the rule was changed. Now, I see here was the thing about it. Here was a little bit of confusion last night. There was a bunch of articles written right after that rule change that specifically said it was about, hey, if the winning team scores the final touchdown and the extra point is meaningless, you don't have to kick it. And so I just went into the rule book here because I'm like, was it just the winning team? Because if it's just the winning team, then that was, you know, handled poorly last night. Turns out, though, everybody had those articles wrong. 
They just sort of conflated the Minneapolis miracle and that rule and decided it was only the winning team. The actual rule does state, uh, the rule change in 2018, 4.8.2, in case you're uh, curious, Jeff, 4.8.2, you going to check that out later? for your own amusement. If a touchdown is made on the last play of a period, the try attempt shall be made except during a sudden death period or if a touchdown is scored during a down in which time in the fourth period expires and a successful try would not affect the outcome of the game. Has nothing to do with whether you won or lost. So those who had the plus sevens on the Bears, sorry, but it was uh, handled correctly. Drew Dinsick is here, ladies and gentlemen, from NBC Sports, Bet the Edge podcast, and also the Deep Dive podcast. How you doing, Drew? Oh, not too bad. That was a perfect breakdown, I think. And uh, realistically, it's important to remember, back in the day, uh, when margin of victory mattered for yeah. playoff seating, that would have affected things because Bears probably run out there and try it too because <laughs> uh, obviously they're not really in the playoff mix per se. Um, but, uh, you know, if that if that's kind of your end of game scenario and you're trying to make the margin as narrow as possible, then, uh, you know, you're going for two in that spot. So yeah. that would have been funny. But, uh, Chrissy, yeah, the rules have changed. Chrissy uh, Andrews said that they would have gone for two anyway. He was like, yeah, if they, if they had to do something, then maybe they would have just gone for two for giggles anyway. I don't know. Who knows? We'll never know. Doesn't matter in the end. It's an eight-point margin. Did you learn? Let me let me talk about last two yesterday's both. You know both of yesterday's games real quick. The Vikings Bears and obviously preceded by the Raiders last-second field goal win over the depleted Cleveland Browns, who ended up with Nick Mullins at starting quarterback. They didn't get anybody except for like one player out of COVID protocol, so the postponement did not help the Browns on the field. By the way, I would say this whether they won or lost, they end up losing. Huge hit to the Browns' playoff hopes. The Raiders stay alive, like a 10% chance for the Raiders to make the postseason. I guess the question for all four teams yesterday is, did you learn anything new about any of them? I guess my... Uh, my expectation of the ceiling for the Vikings offense has been lowered. That's maybe the only thing I can say. Uh, I thought the Vikings were going to score a heck of a lot more points than against that depleted Chicago defense than they did. But, you know, Vikings tend to go outdoors in December in Chicago and stink it up. So that was sort of par for the course of the Vikings franchise, really. Um, but uh, yeah, they still get the win. Uh, they still cover for a lot of folks. So that's good, I guess. Um, but I didn't learn much about Las Vegas or Cleveland in that game. Um, Cleveland season and effectively ending in that way felt fitting. It's been a very frustrating season to be a Cleveland Browns backer. Uh, very, uh, um, you know, very publicly, I have had a lot of futures on the Cleveland Browns, not just, uh, you know, to do well this season, but, uh, um, and, you know, for a lot of reasons that I thought were pretty, you know, pretty robust. Uh, they had a deep squad. They could weather injuries, you know, the, all these sorts of uh, angles I felt like were built into uh, bullishness on the Cleveland Browns. And then to see it um, come unwound because of this, uh, you know, the COVID outbreak, they get the delay. No one comes back. They don't have their head coach out there to help make the decisions late in this game to try to protect the lead. Uh, and then to see them ultimately lose after that performance that you got from uh, the, um, you know, particularly Nick Mullins, you know, driving and getting that game winning touchdown on fourth down. Like it was, uh, that was a, a real bummer. <laughs> I gotta say. Yeah. And, uh, that's kind of the tone of a lot of this NFL season has kind of been a bummer. Um, and it's, uh, it's, you know, that the, the, and if the AFC playoffs would be more fun, if you had a, a feisty Browns team live in there right now, I'm looking at them about a 15% chance to get in. Uh, they're going to have to sweep their last three games undoubtedly. Uh, and, uh, that starts with an eight point, you know, situation where they're eight point dogs to green Bay on Christmas. So, um, not looking great here for the Cleveland Brownies. And, uh, realistically, uh, you know, the, next year, I think I'm probably going to be back in, you know, back on board with this team just because I like the coach. I like the philosophy of the program and uh, they should have a, a lot easier schedule next year than they got this year, particularly if they finish in the basement of the AFC North. Yeah, we've had, I'm just thinking about it. We've had, so, so Kirk Cousins threw for 87 yards in this game yesterday wow. and the Vikings won. Carson Wentz threw for 57 on Saturday and the Colts beat the Patriots. And then of course, most famously Mac Jones threw for 19 against the bills by design. And <laughs> in, in, in most, in, in that case, uh, and the Patriots beat the Bills in that win Monday night game. So those are three recent victories in this National Football League that we are betting on. Um, what about today? What about today? Because we have two games today, obviously two postponements from Sunday. So the postponement didn't really help the Browns. 
We're not sure yet if it's going to help Washington or not. We're still waiting to hear on Taylor Heineke, on Kyle Allen, on a whole host of Washington football teamers. Probably won't happen during this show. It might. Probably will happen right after this show, but we'll see. We'll get word on all the tests. It definitely seems to have helped the Rams because the Rams do have Jalen Ramsey out of protocol. They do have Odell Beckham Jr. We'll see who else. Uh, Both of these games now, Philly and the Rams, Philly against Washington, the Rams against the Seahawks, both favored by six and a half now. Do you have a play in either of these two games? Yeah, I'm on Seattle. I've, I've, I was on Seattle true blue before any COVID swept anything last week. And that some of those, all those tickets survived. I was excited for a little while when that, you know, looked like you were going to get a huge advantage in terms of available bodies, but now it's back to, you know, kind of the state normal state of the game. And uh, realistically, this looks like it's going to settle around seven, which is good. I have, I mean, it's, it's going to sell around six and a half, which is good. I, I have seven. So I'll at least capture a little bit of value on this closer, I guess. Um, and realistically the angle for the Rams, I mean, for the Seattle, over the Rams is as simple as the NFC West. There's just not seven points margin between any two teams that you can combine in this division, to, regardless of location, regardless of, uh, you know, sort of the around the fringes who's available. Um, and uh, Russell Wilson, for what it's worth, uh, after a couple of lackluster starts, returning from that finger injury has looked like Russell Wilson of old. Um, and he certainly has not quit on the season. Seattle has not quit on the season. Uh, and I don't expect you get uh, Seattle just to roll over here and let the Rams kind of march on their way to uh, coming back in this division. So uh, Seattle, I think, is live to pull off the upset. Uh, Rams coming off of an enormous win on Monday Night Football, obviously. One of my, one of my uh, you know, one of my reasons for betting Seattle is Rams were going to be on a short week and now they basically get a couple extra days rest. So, you know, bummer yeah. for me there, <laughs> but, uh, uh, ultimately still, this is, um, uh, this is a tricky spot for the Rams after what, uh, they just, you know, having just this huge win and, uh, and what we've seen from this team and how they respond to huge wins like this, this past season. Well, that, what you just mentioned there though, is really the theme of everything, right? So for those of us who thought we were going to read the tea leaves, I'll raise my hand yesterday morning and we're like, Oh, looks like everybody's saying that, you know, this is trending good for the Browns. It looks like Baker Mayfield is going to be out of protocol. And then we're sitting here on a numbers game yesterday morning, and it's like, nope, none of them. So it's like all this, all this talk about Washington also. Oh, it looks like Taylor Heineke is trending positively. I don't even know what that means. Like he's either, he's either okay with the test or he's not, right? So yeah. you can't, like, if, you, if you're trying to get clever and get ahead of the line move, like that Cleveland – Raiders line movement. I mean, that thing meant we were talking about absolute value yesterday on guessing lines. If you ever thought you'd never use absolute value in real life, the of sure. that line move between those two teams was like over 20 points back and forth and forth and back. Wow. So this one with Washington and Philly today, I mean, you can't do anything with it until you know, because I, I guess if, if Heineke and Allen can't go and it's Garrett Gilbert off the Patriots practice squad who like played one year in Ron Rivera's system back in 2018, it probably soars back to double digits maybe on the Eagles. I mean, there's no way you know here yeah. at this point. Yeah, quarterback matters more than any other position. Washington, I'm, at best case, uh, Washington is dealing with a cluster injury across their lines, uh, so they are going to lose the war in the trenches, which is how Philadelphia wants to play football anyway, uh, so that's a problem. Um, and you're right, if this is uh, Garrett Gilbert getting the start instead of Heineke and you have you know complete un- unfamiliarity with the system, what they're running in Washington, that's uh, that's going to spell trouble as well. So Philadelphia, I have some tickets still in my queue for them. I'm hopeful that uh, they ultimately get the win in the cover, but uh, I wouldn't take any action at this point. Fun sports betting in the age of COVID. It's a whole different thing. Uh, we'll keep Drew here after the break. We'll talk to him about how he's handling the NBA now. And what he has in his account for week 16 in the NFL. It's a numbers game at Visa in the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on v Football season is here, and it's time to download BetMGM Sports. It is Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM, with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted out specials, and much more. Just download the BetMGM app today. Won't take you but a few seconds. Seriously. And then you stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account. That won't take you but a few minutes. Also, seriously, and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. It's that simple. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. His name is Drew Densick. You can follow him on Twitter at whale underscore capper. He, no, he does not one but two podcasts. The uh, old deep dive, which he does with his buddy Andy Molitor, and of course NBC Sports Bet the Edge, which he does with Sarah Perlman, both awesome in their own right. And Drew, I just want to, before we get back to your uh, Week 16 picks, the NBA and the NBA Players Association, or the National Basketball Players Association, agree to allow teams shorthanded by COVID-19 to sign replacement players. That, according to a memo yesterday, um, the NHL has gone into short-term shutdown mode. The NHL has two games scheduled today, barring any COVID issues. They'll play those two games, and then they're going into a shutdown through the weekend, which, you know, I don't know if the virus really is impressed by that. But anyway, <laughs> the the NBA. Oh, I'm sure that'll fix it. Up. Yeah, I'm sure this yeah. won't be a problem after that. Of no, course no. not. That's how viruses work. The, the NBA has taken a bit of a different tact. They're like, all right, we're not stopping. We're just going to keep going. But it might not be the players you think it is in some of these games. So as a handicapper of the NBA, we were just talking about how, you know, the NFL nuttiness. What do you do with this? Are you, are you getting ready to scout G League players? Like, what's your tact here? Yes. I've been, yeah, I, I just been staking my staking sizes down for the NBA in general. Um, I mostly play uh, this time of year. I'm typically playing rest angle, hot hand stuff as it is. Uh, and all of that is completely thrown into flux with the uh, player absences and the, the game cancellations and the, and um, you know, just in general, there's the fabric of my handicap has completely come apart at the seams. Uh, NBA is different than the NFL where, you know, you, you know, outside of cluster injuries and in quarterback in the NFL injuries, aren't going to move the numbers substantially um, in the NBA. That's not the case at all. Uh, you know, granularity in terms of player level impact matters a ton. Uh, and so I'm trying to come up with what I think is fair prices for these G league guys that are getting meaningful minutes. And uh, it's very, very difficult because in some cases, uh, you know, these guys are using their opportunity to absolutely shine and they're playing above a level that you ever would have thought, even considering that, you know, what they have on paper. Uh, and then other cases, it's guys who are completely, uh, you know, just out of completely, uh, you know, out of out of their element, um, you know, fish out of water, not really, uh, you know, showing us much. And, you know, it's kind of anyone's guess which which one you're going to get. Um, and, you know, it'd be, I, like a team like the Mavericks is a good example. Like I did not expect uh, them to perform as well as they have in the absence of Luca, um, but they've been holding the fort relatively well. And uh, this is a team now that, uh, you know, you're getting meaningful contributions from a bunch of guys down the bench. And honestly, like I don't have a ton of, I'm, you know, Jason 
kid's not my guy if I'm still hiring a head coach starting a franchise. But for whatever it's worth, he's getting the most out of some of these younger players, some of these replacement level guys. And, you know, they're performing pretty well. So uh, I'm going to take a shot on them today against the Timberwolves team that's going to be without Patrick Beverly, without Anthony Edwards, without Josh Okogie, without Tareen Prince, and without Jared Vanderbilt. So uh, Mavericks for me are a, a decent look today as a small dog on the road in Minnesota. Taking the point or you're just money lining it? Money line, yeah. Money yeah. line for me. Money That's... line on Dallas. One of five games in the NBA. Um, anything else in the uh, association tonight? I saw a little bit of an edge on Indiana, but I missed the best of the numbers, so I'm going to let that one go. Uh, I have an edge on the New York Knickerbockers at minus seven, uh, so I'm going to grab them and lay the points there with that team. Uh, and then uh, still trying to sort out what's going on with the Phoenix Suns and the Lakers game, but uh, seven and a half is a short price for the Phoenix Suns, who are the best team in the NBA. Who are the best team in the NBA? Um, I, I'm telling you, this it's why I asked the question, Drew, because I knew you would have the correct answer on that, or, or at least not the correct answer, but the predictable answer from someone like you who does this seriously, which is, yeah, I'm going to start scouting G League players and assigning values to them. I mean, that's you cannot bet this casually if that's going if that's going to be the case. I mean, that's where we are right now with these games. Um, okay, let's go to Week 16, National Football League. Obviously, still the two games that we talked about earlier to play today in Week 15. What do you have in the account already for next week, which is a week that obviously has two more games on Christmas on Saturday. Yeah, it's a weird week, right? The, you know, here we are week 16. There's still three weeks of football left because the added week this year. And for whatever reason, it's not a very compelling week in terms of like uh, exciting matchups, um, considering the fact that no one is on by and there uh, almost everyone is still alive for the playoffs. It's bizarre that you have so many double digit spreads, so many spreads outside a touchdown, a bunch of really lopsided contests uh, and really not a lot to pick through that looks all that exciting. Um, um, I'm in, interested in this Buffalo price against the New England Patriots. Um, not that I, not that I'm calling that we've seen the top on New England. Obviously, Bill Belichick might have something in his up his sleeve here uh, for Buffalo. But the fact that New England is going to be without most or all of their wide receivers in this contest, uh, going up against the Bills team that you know if you're gonna you're, if you're gonna run out a one-dimensional offense again. Uh, and it's going to be a run-focused approach again, uh, and you're not going to have the benefit of the hurricane force winds this time. Uh, Buffalo's chances, I think, are pretty solid to get an upset in New England. Um, I would have made new, uh, Buffalo on a neutral. I'd make Buffalo about a two-and-a-half-point favorite. So the fact that you're going to send them to Foxborough and give me two-and-a-half is pretty appealing. Uh, I think Buffalo is worth uh, a bet on the side. And I'm, I was bummed about the New England wide receiver situation because I really had eyes for that over. 43 is so low. These two defenses are pretty overrated uh, and I think uh, realistically this could get uh, you know this could get interesting from a scoring standpoint if Mac Jones is uh, you know able able to utilize his tight ends a little bit more effectively in this contest than what we saw from him last week um, but ultimately I think um, you know there are a lot of warning signs about New England and some of their success and you know the market kind of flipping these guys to favorites considering uh, you know what we have seen from them of late uh, offensively especially and and some of the, the weaknesses in their schedule I think are uh, are going to start to uh, you know really ask questions of this unit overall. Um, you know that New England has not played very difficult schedule whatsoever. They have not played very many capable quarterbacks. Uh, when they have played good quarterbacks, like the first time they played Josh Allen, they were benefited by the elements in terms of preventing his you know his success in this one. So um, I think that uh, Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills can still steal the a AFC East. Uh, I think they're worth a bet for the AFC East, honestly. And then uh, in this particular contest, I think they get the win against the Patriots. Yeah, the AFC East, it should be pointed out. So if Buffalo wins this football game. Uh, they will have the edge. They have it on their racket, right? They have the. They will have the, uh, the tiebreaker here with the Patriots, uh, because of division record, and they will then get themselves two really easy home games down the stretch here. Buffalo will. Uh, so this is really a de facto AFC East championship game, if you will. Um, so yeah, Buffalo to win the division. What is that? What number are you seeing? Right, we're seeing plus one forty-five. So if you are that's a Bills, fair, yeah, yeah, if you yeah. if you're a Bills believer here, then that's a that's a pretty solid bet considering uh, that their that their final two home games are against Atlanta and the Jets. <laughs> I, 
bad. Those sound like two wins to me. So yeah, I'm I'm with you. I think ultimately, if the if you made me t- like try to predict how the AFC playoff picture shakes out, I think after all of the chaos, after all of the um you know questions swirling all season long about the Chiefs and the Bills, I think that's going to be your one and two seed. Uh, come come January, and uh, realistically, your three seeds probably get Titans are probably going to hold on for dear life there, steal the three, uh, and then whoever emerges from the mess that is the AFC North steals the four, uh, and then uh, five seed looks like it's going to be your Colts, uh, especially if they can get a win in Arizona, which is an interesting market. I did not bet into this. This is the the price here tells you this is Arizona or pass, and I'm electing to pass. Um, but uh, Colts coming into this game, you know. A week ago, we would have expected this to be on the other side of three. Uh, there wasn't really any meaningful injury information for either of these teams in that in that interim. It was simply the result of Arizona losing to Detroit and the Colts uh, beating the Patriots or holding on for dear life against the Patriots, who couldn't really muster offense. Uh, and now, you know, this has you know gotten almost to a pick'em here, uh, and I'm not sure that the, that that quick of a reaction is warranted, considering the fact that Arizona still does have a pretty dynamic player that has his hands on the football every offensive snap so I think this is you know I I may ultimately get involved with the Cardinals here uh, depending on how the rest of this market shapes up Um, but uh, that is one that stood out to me as a potential market uh, buy low spot on the Cardinals anything else besides Buffalo that you've already been yeah, I love this over in Baltimore, Cincinnati. I'm very hopeful that this is the Tyler Hundley show and not the Lamar Jackson show. Uh, but I think you have to, you know, since Cincinnati's defense has questions, they're not as good as what they showed you against the uh, Denver Broncos last week, surely. Uh, and then the Baltimore Ravens have no cornerbacks, and they're going up against a team that has three wide receivers that can all create space. Uh, and I think realistically, this is going to be a pretty high scoring affair. 44 and a half is uh, is. I, I don't I, I can't even get close to that in terms of a fair price. Anything under a key of 47 in that one as that market matures, I think, is a fair play to the over. Big play on the over there for uh, Drew. All of the overs in the NFL, the totals rather, coming down as a group uh, based on the way defenses are playing football now. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, that and just in general, quarterback play has really, really fell apart this year yeah. <laughs> across no, the board. <laughs> for sure, that as well. Uh, as we talked about earlier with these winning yardage margins also uh, also seeping in. Drew, we appreciate it. Thank you so much, man, as always. Hey, best of luck today, guys. You too. Drew Dinsick at whale underscore capper on Twitter. Jeff and I will talk some NFL teaser legs and beyond next. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Save 50% off a VSIN all access subscription for the rest of football season with our big game special. Get access to our in depth matchup analysis, trends, and picks for every game and sport on the schedule, including our exclusive betting splits showing you where the money's going on every game. Sign up today, and you also get our daily best bet emails, weekly betting guides, 24 7 video, plus. Our all-new College Bowl betting guide covering every bowl game for only $39 at vcin.com. Slash subscribe a little later on. Pete Futak with his bowl thoughts. <clears throat> and among other things, uh, Jeff. Might bring in Jeff Parlay here, everybody. Jeff is a Mizzou graduate. Pete has, uh, so, so Army playing Mizzou tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? They're playing tomorrow. And so you are going against your alma mater, as is Ben Wilson, also a Mizzou alma mater, also a Mizzou alum. Um, and Futak goes against Army every single year in a bowl game. Every single year. doesn't matter who they're playing. We'll go through it. I, I don't think I'm wrong. He goes against Army every single year. And here this year, I am going to pretty much guarantee he's going to go with Mizzou. Well, now with the number moving up, it opened two and a half. It's up to six in some spots, Gil. So I would... Be very surprised if Pete isn't on Mizzou with all that line movement against him. I would, uh, I would, I'll, we'll see what Pete has to say, and then you can tell him where he's wrong. You could be like, you're crazy. There's no chance. I went to Mizzou. There's no chance I can win this game. So we'll see. We'll see if he continues his anti-Army. And by the way, he's gotten beaten every single one of those games. Uh, Army has either won outright, sometimes by 54 points, that should be noted, right? And then other times they've lost, but they've covered. They've always covered. What is the rationale? Because we know that the, we know. know that triple option teams in bowl season usually have good success. He's he's well. First of all, with Mizzou, this he's a power five snob. So that's the other oh, reason. We know that. Yeah, that's the other reason why I think he's going to. We'll wait for Pete. I don't want to talk behind his back before he gets here. Watch, but, he's going to pick Army and it's going to blow up the whole segment. No, he's. I guarantee he won't. Guarantee he won't. I don't know. Or maybe he'll have a tote. I don't, we'll see. Uh, but we'll get all his thoughts on today because we have a couple bowl games today. Do you have any plays on either bowl game today? 
Anything? So, uh, San Diego, the San Diego State Bowl game is an intriguing one because I actually like both of those teams for what they are. Mm-hmm. I know San Diego State is completely and utterly unwatchable, but they are a good football team. If you ever want, if you're excited by punting, that's the well, team the, you want to watch. They have the best punter in college since Michael Dixon. So, yeah. uh, Arazi is uh, unbelievable. If you haven't watched him punt, let me ask you a question: The total's forty-nine. Is that total low enough? I, I don't know, because if UTSA is controlling this game, that total is probably going to go over. But it's still San Diego State. Like, you're asking a San Diego State game to get into the 50s, which is a tough ask. Yeah. So, I look, I, I'm i not going to bet that game. Now, actually, if the NFL games weren't head-to-head, that would have my undivided attention. The other game today, I, I, I think Wyoming stinks. But the MAC has been so bad so yeah. far this bowl season, other than Northern Illinois, that how can you trust Kent State to cover even uh, even getting the hook now, uh, cover to three and a half? That total 60, is that, is that total too low, right? Because Kent State plays no defense whatsoever. I think that number's about right. I mean, you're talking about a Wyoming team that can't throw the ball. Yeah, they, they just control clock, too. Yeah, so it's a little bit a little bit of both things happening. But Wyoming is the three and a half point favorite, to your point about MAC teams. And Wyoming's not scaring anybody nationally. I don't know what I, what I like in that. We'll get a few tax take on both of those. Uh, let's talk NFL once again. And just one thought, because we haven't talked about Coach of the Year in a while, and this isn't available everywhere. Certainly not here in Nevada, it's not. But, um, so, three of the coaches that have been favored at different times of the year to win Coach of the Year, namely Bill Belichick, Mike Vrabel of the Titans, Cliff Kingsbury more recently of the Cardinals, all of them losing this past week, right? Belichick to the Colts, Kingsbury to the Lions, Vrabel and his depleted Titans offense to the Pittsburgh Steelers. That Titans defense was still holding the Steelers to, what, 12 first downs and 262 yards. I mean, it's just incredible what they were able to do defensively. doesn't matter when you go minus four in turnovers. That's how, that's how the cookie will crumble. And again, Titans' last three losses, minus 13 in turnovers. So all those, all three of those guys lost here recently. And so I guess I ask you, because Belichick is still the short shot, plus 100, right? He loses the one game. You're allowed to lose one. Matt LaFleur is now 3-1. to one. Matt LaFleur, who we have sort of flippantly and lazily, if that's a word, have sort of said, well, he has a Aaron Rodgers. He's not going to win Coach of the Year ever. But at some point, right, and he's, they're, the, they're the number one seed currently in the NFC. Right now, the NFC playoffs would go through Lambeau. Malafleur is at three to one because at some point he does deserve credit. He can't be devoid of all credit, right? You can't you can't just remove him from the from the equation. Is there anybody else besides those two right now that you would give a shot to? I guess is the big question, Coach of the Year, because everybody else is fourteen to one or longer at BetMGM. If we're gonna go completely off the board, Brian Flores, six in a row. They've won six in a row. That. I again, I don't think he'll get there because I think Miami's losing on Monday night to New Orleans. But if they win out and get in the playoffs at ten and seven, a nine game winning streak with a quarterback that isn't any good, yeah, a team that I think is complete smoke and mirrors because it's just they've taken advantage of bad teams in this run. But if you win nine straight and get into the playoffs when you were one and seven, you deserve a lot of consideration. Well, let's do this one by one. Let's look at this board. Let's just look the path for everyone. So Flores would be nine in a row and make the postseason. Because right now, six in a row has gotten them to the 11th seed. That's it, which is amazing. Jumbled mess in the it's Amazing. Hey, you win six in a row. For your efforts, you're still the 11th seed. All right, Mike McCarthy. I don't even want to go through the Mike McCarthy thing. It's ridiculous. Let's not even bother. Because what, what Mike McCarthy would obviously win the division. But they're not getting a number one seed. It's not going to be Mike McCarthy under any circumstance. Though I stick by what I said this past week, as much as I like to bash Mike McCarthy, I think he absolutely correctly played for field goals this past week. He knew the Giants couldn't beat him, so he's like, I'm not taking any chances. Mike Vrabel. If Mike Vrabel wins the AFC uh, South, which, again, a win and a Colts loss this week would already clinch that, and then they get the number one seed. Remember, their schedule is super-duper easy after this game against San Francisco. And they get the number one seed while not having Derrick Henry 
and not having A.J. Brown, who is eligible to come back this Thursday, he has been activated, doesn't Mike Vrabel deserve consideration in that scenario? Hell yeah, he does. He does, but I'm just unfairly here. How much of this run where they've had no one where they haven't won is going to be held against them, which is completely unfair. Minus 13 in turnovers, I, look, man. Look, I don't, I, I don't disagree with you that yeah. he should be in this if they get the – especially if they get the one seed. Yes, he should have a real chance. Because think about it. The same people who are like, oh, well, the Buccaneers didn't have Fournette, Evans, or Godwin the other night, so of course they're going to lose 9 to nothing to the Saints, ne- are the same people who never say that Vrabel hasn't had his best offensive players for weeks. So I'm just saying there's a path for Vrabel. If, if Brandon Staley made fourth down – decisions that resulted that were successful results the rest of the way and shoved it in everybody's pie hole and the Chargers ended up getting the division wouldn't Brandon Staley have an outside shot yeah but the problem is that that, that what happened on Thursday is still ingrained in too many people's (laughs) minds People still don't know what analytics are. That's the thing about all this that kills me the most. People, they can debate analytics, but you have to know what analytics are. John Harbaugh going for two at the end of the game is not analytics. That's a coin flip. Going for two down eight to cut it to six, that's analytics. Uh, Zach Taylor, if they win the, uh, by the way, the Bengals have the AFC North on their racket. If they win out, they win the AFC North. Zach Taylor have a shot? No. Sean McVay in any way? No. Frank Reich in any way? Yes, if they come back and win the AFC South, yes, they ha- he has a chance. They have an outside shot. They'd have to basically win out. Tennessee's got to lose twice. And Tennessee's got to lose twice. they got to finish ahead of Tennessee because Tennessee swept them. So it's Belichick or LaFleur. You're okay with that? those two being with that clear above the rest of the, of the field? Yeah, especially with Cliff Kingsbury remembering who he was these last few weeks. Absolutely. <laughs> it's got to be... Those two, and look, again, we'll find out how good of a coach Matt LaFleur really is once Rodgers leaves Green Bay at the end of this year. Yeah. But you can't argue with the results so no. far no. with LaFleur coaching this team. I mean, they're good. They're Gil, I'm still not certain of how good they truly are, but they have three, they're going to get the one seed for the second consecutive year, three yep. straight years with a bye. That's how great Aaron Rodgers is. That's how great the Aaron Rodgers-Devontae Adams connection is. Because you remove one of those two guys and it all kind of crumbles. But their defense has been underrated. And A.J. Dillon, to some extent, is underrated, right? With Aaron Jones having the uh, the injuries this year. But I, I do think everything you said is right. We really won't know how good Matt LaFleur is as a coach until after Aaron Rodgers is gone. But for the purposes of this market, that doesn't matter. I think LaFleur is probably correctly the second short shot. But Belichick, we said this before the season started. If the Patriots make the playoffs, remember, that was the bar at that time. Now we're talking about them possibly winning a division. But remember, before the season started, we said if the Patriots make the playoffs, Bill Belichick will be the coach of the year. So I think we have to hearken back to that thought. He is correctly the short shot. And I think only he and LaFleur right now really are uh, are in the driver's seat. But there are paths for others. Bunch of football still to be played. So we'll see. Belichick loses to the uh, Bills. This whole thing will change just like that. We'll come back. Uh, Dan Bespris, how he's handling the NBA, what he's got tonight. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, welcomes you with the lock of the year. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any pro football game, and if any team scores a touchdown, you'll win $200 in free bets, regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code VSIN200 when you make your first bet. Enjoy football like never before with BetMGM special offers all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code VSIN200 to win $200 in free bets. If any pro football team scores a touchdown, eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. It's Gil Alexander. Jeff Parlay is here as well. Jeff, uh, so many things uh, distract us here off air when we're in the studio. We do a show and then in between, in between segments, we're just sort of like, you know, Anything that moves sort of uh, gets our attention. So Jeff and I got into the old sports radio debate. We're like, where does Tua fall in the starting quarterback power rankings? And I say firmly between 15 and 20 rankings. Because he can't be lower than that because there's so many bad quarterbacks. But he can't be higher than that, I don't think, either, right? So he's 15 to 20, somewhere in that. And I think closer to 15 than 20, actually. I, I think he's somewhere between 18 and 23, but I have to go through it. I have to go, have through, to go through it. But that's not the biggest thing. Oh, we no, got no, 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 that's not the biggest thing. The biggest thing was that so we have all these screens in here. I always, every once in a while, I comment on the most ridiculous things that they spend entire segments on on first take. And we've had some doozies over the years. I don't even think this is the worst of them, but this is pretty bad. They just did a whole segment on, are Mike McCarthy's clock management issues fixable? Now, <laughs> here's the thing. Uh, so we've talked about it earlier in the year, right? Uh, I, the, the famous clock block in Seattle, if you recall that. Um, but what I'm saying here is, and I said this on Guessing Lines yesterday, I love bashing Mike McCarthy when he does dumb things clock management-wise, right? And Dak bails him out all the time, and Greg Zerline has bailed him out week after week. That's why you can never, that's why you can't take Dallas seriously, because in a postseason game, it's going to rear its head. But this week is not the week. This week was not the week. Mike McCarthy, we talked about this a little bit on Guessing Lines yesterday. He had a timeout available with 10 seconds left in the first half. So what these guys are spending a whole segment on is, oh, why didn't he call that timeout, take one more shot in the end zone? It was 12-3. to And Mike McCarthy let the clock go down to three seconds, and he just kicked a field goal to go up 15-3. to Because Mike McCarthy clearly knew the Giants could not beat him. Like with Mike Glennon and then later, he didn't know, Jake Fromm was going to come in the game. He knew there was no chance this team was going to beat him. There was actually a previous red zone drive in that game yesterday, or excuse me, uh, Sunday between the Giants and the Cowboys, where Dallas had a third and seven, and they just gave the ball to Zeke up the middle. They're like, just get a couple yards. We're going to kick a field goal. Because they knew. So, like, of all, and he settled for a field goal. So, there were, there's lots of times to kill Mike McCarthy. This was not that week. Jeff, you're with me. Knock on wood if you're with me. You're with me on that? This was not the week. Thank you. This is Jeff knocking on wood. He knew it. He knew they stunk. He's like, no, just go ahead and get take some points here. Anyway, we get tweets at beating the book. We got Dan Besper standing by, but let me read these tweets. J&J watering hole. Uh, if, and I know it's a big if, the Dolphins make the playoffs, can Brian Flores win coach of the year? 400 to 1 feels like a shot to me. Is there a 400 to 1 on Brian Flores somewhere? I don't think so anymore. I think our guy yeah. uh, added an extra zero. Oh, it was but, 40 uh, to 1. Okay. But, uh, there you go. Look, uh, 
we outlined it in the last segment. Yeah, we did. It's it's possible, There's, unlikely, but possible. We like to draw a line to how it could happen. That's the line. Who knows if he toes that line the whole way or follows that line for a nine-game winning streak to close the season at a playoff berth. But if that happens, there's a possibility. Primetime underscore bets. Dumb question of the day. I watch you every day, both shows. How come you wear a jacket on primetime action but not but not on a numbers game? Just wondering. Hot button topic here. <laughs> oh, my God. This is what everybody's on everybody's mind. I'm just not going to wear a jacket twice a day, man. Maher is the only other guy I could appreciate the two-show-a-day thing because he did it for two years at Mad Dog in here. I'm not wearing a jacket two times a day. Plus, it's the morning, man. I'm going to be cash. Nighttime, eh, you know, I'm stepping up a little bit. That's all. It's the only reason. James Bivey, if Cincinnati would win a playoff game, you have to give it to Zach. Only problem is you vote on Coach of the Year before the playoffs. Right. That's, so, that's the big problem. Yeah. yeah. If you included the playoffs and Cincinnati won a playoff game or two, yes, absolutely. Yes. But it's a regular season. I mean, season that way one. you would just give it to the Super Bowl winner every year, right? Whoever wins the Super Bowl, eh, Coach of the Year also. But they don't count postseason. Let's talk basketball. Let's bring in Dan Bespers, everybody, from the Fantasy NBA Today podcast and, of course, hoop-ball.com. How's, how's it going, Dan? Oh, you good? Well, I'm hanging in there, Gil. We're, the postponements are uh, kind of hurting me a little bit. Yeah. So I asked Drew Dinsick this earlier, and he responded in the affirmative. I'm like, hey, you're going to start scouting and signing? He said, I said, are you going to start scouting G League players? He goes, oh, yeah. I'm like assigning values to all of them as we speak. And so I'm curious, a guy like you, who comes from a fantasy background, I guess you got to do that too, right? Yeah, we, we almost have no choice. Now, uh, one of the problems on the fantasy side, and I won't get too deep into that, is there are leagues where you have to make a move a day ahead, and there's just there's no hope when you're going a day in advance. You have no idea who's coming in the next day. Teams are signing people out of the G League. Uh, we're seeing 40-year-olds coming back into the NBA, so... Yeah, I mean, it makes me feel a little bit less old to see some of these guys coming out. But also, uh, from the fantasy side, those ones where you have to make moves early, you're, you're a bit hamstrung. From the betting side, you know, I, I'm a low-volume guy, Gil. You know that about me. Mm-hmm. I, so a lot of those games, I tend to leave alone. You just really don't know what you're going to get. Uh, you could try to play a little bit of an injured star type of theory when a few guys are out. But when you've lost 60 70% of a team... I'm probably not going to wager that game. I really don't feel bad about just saying, you know what? I'm just not going to worry about this one. Yeah, and it's yeah, that's a, that's 100% right. We still, I talk about that in baseball lineups too, right? You lose your biggest bet, okay. But if you start to lose two guys, like it's exponentially worse. It's not double, right? It's It just becomes, once, the, once it goes from like single to cluster to, in this case, huge percentages of lineups. I mean, it's a totally different animal at that point. You and I were texting back and forth yesterday how uh, you, because you're really, you're super into vaccine rates and that kind of thing. We're, we're saying how a couple variants from now, it won't be it won't be as scary anymore. But right now, Omicron is like super contagious. And they do have to start naming these like less threatening, less menacing names. So I think like the next one should be like Schmool, the Schmool variant. It'll be much yeah, more, not, yeah, people will be much less scared of it. Yeah, it's totally how you got to go with this. So uh, we have five games today. Did you make a play on any of these? Yeah, I, uh, I well, I'm, I'm watching one. I shouldn't say yes because I haven't placed it yet. But the, the Mavericks is one where I'm attempting to find myself into a play. I, you, one of the things that I think has still held, even during this very weird season, and thank you to the schedulers for doing it, is that they have continued to try to do some home-and-home home stuff they're trying to limit travel a little bit. And so you get these sort of in the season, almost playoff type things where the teams go head to head two times, either back to back or within two games of one another. You don't always see it go the opposite direction. So I don't want people to say, oh, well, you see one thing in one game, you go the opposite way in the other. I think it's just really important to watch the first game to give yourself an idea of what should revert towards the mean what things were outliers in game one when two teams play one another that likely won't continue in game two so the problem of course is that we don't know if Christoph Porzingis is playing on the Dallas side there is actually someone who's questionable it's not because of protocols he's hurt just old-fashioned actually wow. injured imagine that. Yeah, I know uh, between these two teams playing two days ago Patrick Beverly and Uh, Jared Vanderbilt on the Minnesota side went into protocols. And so now, Gil, you're getting into that exponential thing you were talking about where they did fine filling in for Anthony Edwards. 
Now, all of a sudden, it's two, it's three. On the Maverick side, Maxi Kleba went into protocols. Not quite as big of a thing when you're talking about two starters on one side and one who's more like a sixth or seventh man on the other. It's very weird. It's very hard. I know you say you hate betting NBA pre-flop. I think I'm fully in that camp with you right now because you really just don't know up until the last moment who might be in this ballgame, what the rotations are going to look like. But I'm looking for a reason to get on that Dallas side, and I think I probably will, but injury news might shake that a bit. Not to bring up Drew again, but you guys are simpatico. He's on the he's on the Mavericks tonight, too, uh, taking the money line on the Mavs because of all the absences on the T-Wolves in this game. So you guys could be here on the same side. He also said he wanted to, to have a reason to bet New York, but he hasn't quite got there yet. <laughs> yeah, that's how I've been feeling for a while. Uh, I, I almost bet the Knicks in the Steph Curry record game. I think we talked about that last week. I was mm-hmm. like, I said, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for a reason to back the Knicks in this game, but I don't trust them at all. And I still don't trust them. Uh, it's kind of Tom Thibodeau to take the shrink rack back off of Kemba Walker, who's been watching whatever it is, six, seven guys head into protocols for New York. But I can't trust them either. I, you know, Pistons actually look to me like they're playing harder than the Knicks right now. Uh, so that line feels kind of fine to me, which I know is sort of a weird thing to say, but it seems fine. I think the New York should win this ball game. I don't think they really have the offensive firepower these days to blow anybody out. And so if, if you don't think they're going to blow them out, laying seven is a pretty big number. All right. Dano, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Sorry it was so short, my friend. That is A-OK. Happy holidays, everyone. We'll talk to you in a bit. Stay safe. Stay safe. Dan Bespris, everybody, at Dan Bespris, B-E-S-B-R-I-S on Twitter. Jeff and I come back to talk uh, more NFL and Pete Futak on college bowl games next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work.